The Pulse, Pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse. 89.9 FM. Oh, no, we do have a tin roof, but you don't really hear it that crazily. Yeah, we've oh, got a I lot do. of... No, but I do love the rain. I like the wind, too. Yes. Well, we have Amanda in the studio today. Amanda, do you have a tin roof? I do have a tin roof. Do you like the rain on a tin roof? I do. Yes. Yeah. And I do like it for two reasons. A lovely... The, the lovely sound and that it fills our tanks. Yes, yeah, yeah it is. We live, we live on tank water. Yeah, well. yeah. It was, I think the saddest thing I heard, because I really do love the, the rain on the tin roof, was when we had all the floods and they were talking to someone who was badly affected by floods mm. for the third, fourth, fifth, seventh, hundred millionth time and they said um, that they actually have like a PTSD effect happen as soon as they hear the rain and I think how awful that a beautiful rain and that relaxing feeling and that is one of the sad oh very sad very sad so look Amanda here you are today and thank you very much for joining us here on Pulse FM and thank you very much for chatting with us and letting the Hawkesbury and know what's happening what's going on um where you are our Labor candidate and the elections are coming up very soon. Uh, my question I have to you is um, out of a lot of things that probably do is needed in the Hawkesbury to be done, what would you what, – what do you think would be, say, maybe, say, three of the main points that you think are a key focus for the Hawkesbury people? Thanks, Catherine. Um, good question. I don't know whether I can narrow it down to three, but I'll, ha- I'll give it a go. Mm. I think that because the Hawkesbury has uh, has been in Liberal hands for... Most of the Hawkesbury has been in Liberal hands for, for about 73 years. So wow. I think it's been quite neglected. So there are a lot of things that need t- to be done in the Hawkesbury. Mm. I think it was 1961, was it? Something like that? Yeah, oh, that's been a good year. I was born then. It was <laughs> 70 years, all right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they thought the Hawkesbury was going to be taken care of because you were born that year. That, that, you See? got it. I now knew. You know. I knew. You know. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So I think that, you know, we've just been we've been neglected. It's quite it, – the Hawkesbury seems to be forgotten in so many things. And, mm-hmm. and some of the things that, um, that I want to see changed is um, – well, it's about flooding and it's about how we deal with natural disasters. And one of the things that um, that Labor will bring, <clears throat> excuse me, to the Hawkesbury is we will stop developing on the floodplain. Yeah. And that that's easy to say, but it actually requires um, it requires changes to the planning, the way we plan yep. in New South Wales. Yeah. So Labor is determined to simplify planning, mm. and um, and that's a big process. But I think we have to start. I think everybody realises now mm. that we just can't pe- keep putting people mm. on the floodplain in harm's mm. way. Do you, Do you have any idea if there's any plans in the Labor Party to look at rebuying back the floodplains in the <coughs> Hawkesbury area? Look, that's a good question. Personally, I think my opinion is we need to do that. Yeah. There is no um, policy at the moment yeah. on that. But yeah. that's not to say that that won't be considered. Because yes. um, if I am elected to this um, to represent the Hawkesbury, I will really be advocating for yeah. that because there are people that live in, in, in areas that are, in my opinion, too dangerous. Yes. I agree. So it's obviously up to them where they live. Yeah. But I think if governments, if governments through the through the through the ages, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah. But you know, I mean, people have been allowed to, to live in these areas. Yeah. And I think that if if governments of 
whatever persuasions have allowed people to, mm. to live in these areas, mm. then I think we have to help people to be able to get out of those I think areas. the choice, Amanda, I think that uh, to be able to be given a choice, of, look, it's involuntary, so, oh, you know, yes, it, well, it is voluntary, sorry. Yeah. Um, if you wish to move, then, you know, um, there, there's an opening for that opportunity. And then yeah. if people stay, so be it on their yeah, own self. Right. But yeah. like for like, like I know in Lismore when they had that, a lot of people couldn't afford no, to actually move on because they weren't given like to like. Don't they actually no. pay for them for like for like? No, it's a very, very complicated yeah. and scenario. Yeah. It's not that easy. That's yeah. right. And that's why, I, I, I look, I can't say. Yeah, no, I understand exactly that. Yeah. It, it's a big conversation. Yeah, it's and huge. It's, yeah, and and it has to be. I, I think we have to do it. We, we have, have to talk to about it. it. We have to do it. They did it on the um, George's room. Remember, some we worked spoke very to, well, yeah. and some didn't. Like I know, I believe sometimes that floods were purposely allowed to be here because then they can lower the land value to buy them back. Which sounds really horrible, but if you're somebody who look Coromandel Street in Ebenezer, that's one point six million dollar houses mm. that were devastated in the floods, and now obviously they're only are getting. Um, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars less than what they were pre-flood. Mm. What are you? Yeah, no, and they were buying these, a, and they've got these mm, debts yeah, to pay as well. It, it's a really scary, hard, sad, yeah. hard. And, and I don't take I take my hat off for all. There are people that want to stay, mm-hmm. and um, and I was at a forum the other day, uh, the other night, about pe- how people um are uh, are. are, are you know, using all sorts of mm. techniques to make their houses more resilient. That's all. I live on um, Tazana Road in Ebenezer and my house didn't flood. It came up to my driveway and a lot of the houses around me didn't well cut off. Mm. However, I love where we live. Yeah. We don't get affected in the sense of it, but our house is also built for it if we did. Yeah, that's right. So we were, talking, we were hearing about concrete floors and, mm-hmm. you know, and different ways of doing electrical wiring because, of course, if your house yes. is flooded, yes. You, yes. Mm-hmm. You, you need to... Um, yeah. So, that's so anyway, we interrupted you. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, don't worry, I can go we on about that, don't we? That one, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, look, as I said, there's so many things I could, yeah. I could really probably no, no, sit here no, all day and no. talk about all the things I'd love to do for the Hawkesbury. Um, look, I think that um, cost of living is, is something that is so important. Oh, how do people do it? Uh, yeah, I know. And uh, look, Labor's plans... Uh, you know, we, we desperately need to get our energy and our electricity supply sorted out. And I'm really pleased that Labor has a really, really comprehensive plan on energy. Mm. And um, and also the other thing about um, cost of living is the cap on tolls. Yeah. I was simply horrified to know that some people go to work and it's like a day out of their week is yeah. pays for the tolls to get there. Yeah. Childcare and tolls yeah, are the two number one oh, and the number two things that I talk to people. Yeah, so I'm you know I'm really really glad that um, Chris Mins and the Labor team have said no more privatisation. Yeah. We've got to keep our assets and we've got to you know we've got to use the dividends that we get from our assets yeah. to pour into mm-hmm. into essential it, services yeah. that is absolutely agree yeah uh, i do a chat with um Tim Webster the weekly rapper and he said that the sydney is one of the highest with the highest mm-hmm. told cities and it, that's actually not to be proud of no we don't a, want to be that you know no, yeah no. yeah so i mean that's the cap on tolls is something. Yes, it's not, it's yes. Not, you know, I think it, I think that's important, Amanda, because a lot of people have to travel with those sort of um, 
into the tolls mm-hmm. to try and do their work. Mm-hmm. A lot of people. Oh. Yeah. And um, that, that's also extended for tradies and, and trucks, and I'm sorry, I just didn't um, look that up before before I came on, but that there's an incentive there too to, to lower costs. Yes. So there's the cost of business as yes. well mm-hmm. as personal, you know, yeah. personal costs. Yeah, I think I heard that. Yeah. So I did so hear it too. Yeah. Mm. There's all sorts of things that we can do in all sorts of ways. Yeah. Um, the, the other, um, I suppose... I was going to say the other main thing is health and education. That's mm. very cheeky of me to mm. put two very, very important things in. Well, it's one. actually interesting. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, it's actually interesting because we've had actually someone text in one of our listeners and they've asked a question and that is money's being allocated to hospitals. What about the Hawkesbury? Mm. Now, I do know that the Hawkesbury is run by St John of God, mm-hmm. but um, I think people sort of don't know. A lot of people don't know that. And if that mm. is under St John of God, does that miss that sort of funding or it does? Yeah, because it's private. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, 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 the big news on, on health mm. in Hawkesbury is the Rouse Hill Hospital. Yeah, okay. Because the Rouse Hill Hospital, mm. I'm, this, I'm not kidding. It, It'll take the pressure off. The Liberals <laughs> have ha- taken the Rouse Hill Hospital to the last... Three elections. Yeah, okay. Now, it's time to build that hospital. Mm-hmm. Labor will build that hospital with an emergency department. Mm. We have got to have that facility. Mm. I was out in Box Hill on um, on Saturday and we have in the Hawkesbury, I know lots of people don't know, but we have three new suburbs. We've got um, Box Hill, the Gables and Nelson um, from a redistribution that, was, mm. that happened in 2021. Those people... Um, you know, can go to Rouse Hill. I mean, we can... Rouse Hill Hospital will take pressure off Hawkesbury Hospital. Mm. Is it going to be privatised, do you think, or no. not? No. No. Okay. There's been talk about it, though. No. In it, Liberals. It, yeah, no, no. It, yeah. Labor will not privatise. Yeah. Privatisation doesn't work. Yeah. We have to keep public assets yeah. in public hands. Yeah. And, and, and public hospitals are able to be um, adapted for changes yeah. in in our community's needs. Yes. And that's the thing about Hawkesbury Hospital. When yeah. we had all of our disasters and flooding, yeah. I would have liked to have seen a public hospital, it, that model, yeah. be able to provide more yeah. mental health um, yeah, okay. services. I yeah. would love something on this side of the river. I know, something small. Yeah. I, I mean, on I this side, I just yeah. think that... It's, we're desperate for that. If something is get, get we do get cut off, yeah. from here to Lithgow, no. you've got nothing. No. Accidents on Bell's Line, you know, it's sad for them. I know. I live in um, Carradine Heights. But I could go on about all the dream stuff. I I heard, and I don't know if this is true or not, so you two can tell me if it's just, you know, cosbobbles. But (laughs) is it true that uh, you have to pay to go to emergency at um, Rouse Hill? No. Okay, because I was thinking when Rouse Hill Hospital hasn't been built yet. No. Oh, okay. Well, then it can't be. No. Yeah. So <laughs> Thank no. you for answering well, that, Amanda. No, they've been <laughs> yeah, promising well, to build it. This is what I said about oh, the promise. Oh, okay. So what I hate about yeah. elections is people yeah. promising things. Yeah. Okay. And then got it. I think when you promise something or put something forward, the budget should already be supplied for it. Yeah. And locked away and aside yeah. for it. I don't think you should be allowed to say a claim unless mm. it has been funded. Yes. Well, I think. No matter who you're with, with either party. I agree. So, and it'll have an emergency department. This person on uh, one of our listeners is asking that. Absolutely. It will have an emergency department. Yay. Mm. Mm. 
Because the emergency at Hawkesbury, if you, my daughter's got cerebral palsy, so I've had to sit in hospitals many a times, and I go around that and go straight to Mount Druitt, or I go to because Mount Druitt emergency is fantastic and quick, um, and if it's very serious, then we go to the children's hospital. So I think Hawkesbury, look, they've always been very kind and very lovely to me. I haven't had a bad experience like some others have. However, their weight is terrible. And then the abuse that they get, and it's just a knock-on effect of everything. I, 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 yeah, I, I agree. And then it has pressure and happiness on the staff, so then people think the staff are cranky. Yeah. It's just a lot of things, I think. Yeah. No, we have to rebuild our healthcare. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just, yeah, it, that's, that's. Mm. I, I mean, I will, if I am elected to this seat, I will be there. You know, I was going to say kicking and screaming, but I won't be kicking and screaming. I will be advocating. For what we need, mm-hmm. yeah. And the thing about um, advocacy, and the thing about um, it, we, you were just talking about promising things. Um, I I promise that I will get our fair share. Now, there's a difference between getting prioritised and getting your fair share. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think we don't Hawkesbury has got its fair share in a mm. lot of things. Mm-hmm. And that's why when you said to me before the top three things, I thought, hmm, that's a, that's a tricky one. Mm. We just need to get our fair share mm. in health, in education mm. yeah. and TAFE. I mean, mm. ta- our TAFE system... Is horrendous. Richmond, well, the statistics in the last decade or so, so this is, it, it might be 11 years, We've gone from 126 staff at the at the Hawkesbury uh, the Richmond Tafe, Tafe campus yeah. to 68. Mm. Okay. Well, they shut down the equine part. Yeah. Now I knew that was going on, and I couldn't believe that. Neither could. There was a lot of out people got upset about that because we mm. are in horsey land. Yeah, I know. Like, why would you do that? And I then volunteered they said, a few times there. Well, they said it was because that there was no one coming in, but that no. was through COVID. No. Like it was so totally sorry, I think misrepresented. That was, yeah. yeah. I think that was disingenuous. Yeah. There are, are lots of people. Yeah. I'll just, t- I'll just. But even the privatisation yeah, of the apprenticeship. Six thousand. 238 enrolments down to 1,935. Wow. Now, Labor is committed to rebuilding TAFE. Yeah. And when... That's all right. On demand. Don't worry about that, okay? Yeah. We don't worry about it. Yeah. When when I put my hand up for for this, I have had so many people talk to me about About. the equine. Yes. Um, Yes. The, the, the need for mm. training our, our young people in mm. equine. Now, you know, one of the things about TAFE that gets doesn't get talked about is TAFE is like, it's an institution that gives our young people, it gives more, I mean, it's not just about young people, but it mostly is. Mm. It gives them um, that that place to go where they they meet other people it's a community mm. there is support mm. they have support workers if you're a first nations person you can get the support you need yep. if you if you're away from your family yeah there's that sort of um community, community within building itself yeah yeah and belonging yeah and i did my trade at tafe yeah absolutely and i loved tafe environment yeah. however i don't anymore for my staff yeah. I have private company come in and do the apprenticeships for the hairdressing and beauty therapists we have, which is almost yeah. ten yeah. every well, year. You said that it's gone and back it's from terrible. Four to three years. The yeah. support that TAFE actually yeah. give and their education department is so sub. With, with TAFE, um, one of this, some one of our listeners saying here that the nursing students finish in November and they don't start till March. Would there be an opportunity maybe to look at a summer school 
with that. Absolutely, there would yeah. be. I mean, I that, that's that's. I mean, I I don't know enough about that to talk. No, no, no. And um, the other the thing, details they say here is that um, the problem with TAFE has been that they've been competing with online courses. Oh, now, I understand that, but the thing with equine, you have to yeah, actually have, have it be. built to a certain way mm-hmm. to do the equine studies. Now, why it was sad they did that is that uh, the one out in Richmond was built that way. Oh, it's fantastic. Now, they had one up in the Hunter Valley that was built that way and they pulled that down and privatised it. They've sold. Yeah, um, the Liberals have sold fourteen TAFE campuses. Yeah, and there's about nineteen in the pipeline to be yeah. sold. That is that is wrong. Yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, that's that's a travesty. Mm-hmm. Um, getting back to the TAFE, the online, and the, the, there's nothing wrong per se with people offering, you know, private providers offering courses mm-hmm. and coming in and doing that. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. It's the 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 TAFE institute model. Mm-hmm. So, I just made that up. You know that that the model of having uh, having TAFE means that you have control about the quality and the, the yes. setting in which you. That's what we were also talking about: haircuts, yeah. how they mm. have deteriorated, and mm. cause of pushing a four-year apprenticeship to a three-year apprenticeship, which well, meeting yeah. the skill shortage means we have hairdressers that actually don't really cut very well. Well, actually, my hairdresser, I won't name her. Yep, she said she wouldn't employ um, a student of some. Mm. Oh, from a lot of them. And I agree with her yeah. because we have to train them to cut all yeah, over again that's, and that's, they don't have that last part. So they pay their money and how can we do that to our Oh, and our a young? private beauty and hairdressing course is $20,000 yeah, plus. Yeah, their money for that mm. and get a sub, substandard in some cases. I'm not saying that all. Some no. are fabulous and I've heard that yeah. too. But see, if we have it in TAFE, those those people that are providing that training can be part of the TAFE community. That's right. And we can have this really good yep. regulated um, institution for vocational um, training that allows us to change mm. it when mm. the need needs, you know, when because yes. things change, you know, like the mm. world is changing. Mm. There's so many different ways that, you know, employment's changing. There's, mm. some, there's some jobs mm-hmm. that won't be around, you mm. know. So TAFE is in the position if it's if it's sort of controlled. It's more liquid. Yeah. They can move to where that absolutely. needs to be done. The, yeah, the thing is, I, I could see a point for having online courses, people that have yeah. um, mental health issues, it's good for that. But on the same hand, it can take away because it stops people having to have that need to socialise. Oh, definitely. So, My staff you know, what you can't give it, talk. You take it. Exactly and we're a very right. – we're yeah. hair yeah. and beauty. We touch. We – it's a hands-on. Yeah, yeah that's And right. then yeah. I find that young kids mm. know how to text and we have to train them actually the basics in communication. Mm. They could be lovely. But the first six months is literally getting them away from being fearful and scared. Do you, could you tell me uh, – we've got a little time before we hit the news. Um, I'm curious to know, I mean, uh, about Warragamba Wall, okay, because – that's debated, as you say, it goes on ad nauseum about if it's going to go up, if it's not, if we're going and all this sort of thing. Are we are we looking at, is that sort of something that's in the policies of Labor or are they going to look for something different? Labor's position on raising the dam wall is that we wouldn't do that. Good. Um, Will they make the dam a mitigation dam or are they against yeah, making it mitigation? Yeah, yeah no, it would be used for mitigation. There's, there's no reason why it shouldn't. It's crazy not to. Um, but, but having said that, Labor Labor will look at this from from a you know will look at it in a holistic way. Yes, we were talking before about buybacks. We're talking about yeah. Oh, we haven't talked about evacuation roads. That's the other thing. That yes, mm-hmm. we need that now. Yes, we need the evacuation routes fixed now. Yes, not 
faffing away, you know. Yeah. We just... It just really upsets me that people, we've actually known that people need that. Yeah. We know it. There's yeah. a need. Yeah. We know it. Let's do it. Well, the problem is That's one of them, the evacuation route out of the Hawkesbury was going down Richmond Road and then they built so many houses in Marsden Park. Mm-hmm. They, if anyone starts to go, you go to a traffic jam. Do you know that they told us our evacuation place to stay in um, if your house got flooded was Richmond Club? Yeah. I'm on the other side of the river. We couldn't get here. So yeah. where can you, how can yeah. you expect no, you us to sit the up there? So yeah. It's crazy. total review of that. But um, Labor's committed to, 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 to spending money on... Um, on funding the evacuation routes, levies in some places that that's justified. Not every, not all places, you know, um, can have a levy yep. for all sorts of reasons. And the other thing that came out of that funding announcement was communications. Mm-hmm. That's the the three big mm-hmm. things, and that will happen immediately. Mm. Well, I think I was actually with you at a media release earlier. Oh, last year, what did it have been? I can't remember. Um, and it's when Chris Minns was talking about yes, the cows. That's right. Yeah, and that's the cells on wheels. Mm-hmm. And so I got so Pit excited town. about it, I came yeah. back to Richard, our um, chairperson for Pulse, and I said, we're going to go buy a cow, and he thought I'd lost it. But, <laughs> but no, that I... That's exactly what we have to do. Yeah. They have to be nimble and that they have to be, you know, because we They have to be able happened. to be distributed, yeah, yeah. where it's needed, because small. they say no floods always the same and some areas will lose their communication with some uh, we have yeah. no communication for almost a week where we are and yeah. it's because they can't get the generators going no, for the yeah. actual towers no, no. they needed that fixed no. that was ridiculous because it was up high enough no. but just nobody could come across to do it yeah, yeah. i told them i'd go and fill it myself with yeah. petrol yeah and or diesel and no, restart no. it i can we get up to, that hill we have to have better ways of of immediately um handling it yeah and mm. now raising the Warragam gamba dam war will take well, a decade. Yeah, there isn't any money in the in the coalition's mm. budget for this, by the mm. way. So mm. there's no. This is this is just, um, you know, th- it's throwing out statements there. They, I I found it a little bit troubling. The words, you know, certainty are used in the same breath as building the Warrag- uh, raising the Warragamba mm. Dam wall. Mm. Robin was talking about giving people certainty. Well, you can't give people certainty around a natural disaster and I was just a little bit worried about that just using that word Mm. you can't there's no certainty Mm. it's a making sure people are um are resilient and you know and and can can deal with these sorts of um, disasters that happen to us it's about personal responsibility it's about community neighborhoods it's almost you know your street needs to know what's happening and then your community needs to and the government needs to it is i know that sounds a bit trite but it is a it is an all oh no community i think um and the because the hawkesbury experienced so many floods in the last few years the one thing i remember because i've done a lot of flood coverage and natural disaster ones is Mm. that the ces and even endeavor energy that i've spoken to um sometimes definitely susan templeman i have spoken to robin uh they've said that the community has 
gained so much knowledge yes, that's and true. keeps gaining knowledge and they actually pull together so well in these situations. But where I think a party, a, a government party can help is in providing the infrastructure mm-hmm. for these things. Absolutely. And as you said, like evacuation routes, have a proper place over on the other side of the river that can actually sustain if you need to evacuate to it, making sure that the road up to Bell's Line, a road actually works mm-hmm. and doesn't fall apart. But these are the things that need to be put in, you know, so people have got that. Yeah, well, luckily, um, Susan Templeman has is, is, um, managed to get us a lot of funding for Build One Road. Yeah, no, I know. I've seen that yeah, happen, so, which is good, but, yeah. yeah no, that's right. People need to be able to, mm. to get out. Mm. Mm. So it's all about... Um, it's all about pulling together yeah. and, and listening to people, you know. Yeah. So you're the um, Labor candidate. Why would you be good for us to vote for? Who are you? In fact, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hold that question because we're about to go to the news very shortly. I think it might be better that if that's right with you, if we do that after the news. Yeah, yeah just hang on. Keep talking, Linda. You always talk. I always. I'm really good at it. So we'll come back and be able to have a chat about how and why Amanda would be good for our area. G'day, it's Horsey. My long-haired assistant is here. Hi. And we're all volunteers. And we're looking for other volunteers to make Pulse FM Radio even better. Now, you may not want to be on air, or you might, but there are plenty of other things a radio station needs done in terms of audio production, office work, running errands, and lots of other things that you're probably skilled in. Become a part of the Hawkesbury's Pulse FM Radio. Give us a call. 0434-440-553. Find us on Facebook or email studio at pulsefmradio.com.au. Be a part of your Hawkesbury community volunteer at pulse fm radio welcome back to pulse fm and of course here we are back at the driver's seat Catherine is and she just mucked up so we can all muck up i love that you love that i mucked up do you because i think everyone is a student at some point we are and we're all authentic okay so own it i like it when someone's on radio and they say is that all right to say and they've already said it it's gone out in the airways oh no it's crazy i read this i had this this morning you missed your opportunity on that it's okay to be a beginner at things you are interested in there is no reason to feel intimidated by people more advanced than you are yeah, because like they were once in your place at one, they were in your place once mm. keep learning and growing and expanding in whatever it is that you love i like that that's Isn't a good that one great? from linda we've got that this morning here on See, pulse 89.9 there you go of course we're here with amanda kotlosh who is the labor representative for our area and you asked a question before we went to a break linda Go for it. So my main big question is, okay, as a Labor candidate, why should we be voting for you and who are you? So who are you, Amanda? Are you a local girl? Did you grow up in the area? No, I didn't grow up in Hawkesbury. I grew up in the western suburbs in yes. a place called St John's Park. <laughs> and uh, I, I grew up with my, my sister and my mum and dad and we had 15 acres of land and mum and dad were primary producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I grew up learning a lot about watering <laughs> watering acres and acres of um, vegetables. Yep. Yeah, so I, um, I had a great childhood. I loved growing up in the western suburbs. It was just wonderful. It was very hot. I can mm-hmm. remember that. We actually didn't have much, and probably in today's standards we were actually quite poor, but I actually didn't know that. I didn't think we were poor. And Do I... you know my favourite song is Code of Many Colours by yeah. Dolly Parton? <laughs> and the words to that I think is true that we don't know. No. What you don't know. Yeah. It was
was a mm. really good life. Yeah. Mm. So, no, we didn't have much at all. But anyway, that's that. Yeah, I had a great childhood and uh, went off travelling for a bit and then I went to uni. And What yeah, did you study at uni? I studied environmental science, yeah. Okay. I, I did my undergraduate was in um, environmental bio- biology and my master's was in natural resource management. So, yeah, I've had I've actually worked on the Hawkesbury and Pea and River system for most of my career. Mm-hmm. And I had, so I have a kind of interesting perspective on that. And why do you choose Labor? Labor governs for everybody. And Labor's not a protest party. We Labor governs. If you want to protest, that's fine. But protesting doesn't get you... Well, it, it does get you... I mean, I, I agree with protesting... Um, but when you when you get down to actually governing, that's when you have to you know put that protest into into place. Yeah, into place and do something about. It. I like that practical side of labour. I think I have a strong belief in social justice. If elected, will represent everybody. I I believe in in not favouring particular people. I will govern for the whole of the Hawkesbury. Again, I was before I was talking about getting our fair share, mm-hmm. and I think Labor is is the is the only party that has a plan that will get Hawkesbury its fair share. Have you seen the app that you can be? Oh, it's actually a website. I'll try and share it to our page. Mm. To polls, and it actually asks you questions to see where your values line up to. Mm-hmm. How I believe politics is, I don't tell anyone which party to vote for at all. Mm-hmm. I believe what you're interested in, in is what you should vote for, and that's why I love the democracy of being an Australian. Mm-hmm. But it actually shows you where you actually sit and where your values sit. So mm-hmm. I sat right dead set in the middle. Mm-hmm. I was neither, mm-hmm. and it was really interesting because mm-hmm. I was always raised very liberal, like my parents mm-hmm. were liberal and all that, and then. I um, had a lot of changes when my daughter was diagnosed with NDIS and I was trying to find who actually would support us more and I looked at it very differently but it actually sat me right dead set in the middle. Mm. It was Mm. really interesting. Have you Mm. ever done it? No, but once you said it, I will do that. And it it tells you where the little part of it was greens and how I didn't want development to be happening on things like Mm. floodplains and da-da-da. It was actually really good. Mm. I think a lot of the things that have gone in the Hawkesbury for a long time and I know it's a uh, or has been known as a very safe liberal seat it's part of part of where the politics is probably not I'm not a fan of it in general is that when people become safe seats then they're neglected which Mm -hmm. is what you've said Amanda and I do believe that Robin has fought for what she can but I feel that she may have been restrained too because of it being a safe seat and I also and I could be very wrong in all my statements and I I take that and accept it people but I think that when you have a Labor person we look at federal here okay we had Susan Templeman here elected but we had a Liberal government it would have been so hard for her to get things through and I know it was an area that you couldn't swing where they didn't want to help you out well they didn't but only when it comes up to election time are they really interested Mm -hmm. but the thing is that Susan I think has has much more ability now to push through for things than what she would have had when it was a Liberal. And then so we moved that down into the state. Now, I have no idea, I don't have a crystal ball, but from all indications, I think there could be a change of government. And if that change of government happens, and if it goes to Labor, if we had someone different, it could mean harder 
again. Can I tell you why I don't agree? Where Great. I'm to tell you. So say Amanda gets in. Yep, okay. And we have Liberals back in yep. as our state leader. Because Amanda got in and was such I a agree. safe seat before. I agree. She, they will want to keep our area happy. Yes. And will want to actually give us stuff here. So we actually vote yeah, but for they can't give us too year. much because then it looks like Amanda's no, it getting it. We can't they do it. Do. They do it You're not involved just, in this anymore. Yes, no, this is, just, we're, we'll just it. have an argument this here. This is how we I'll, kick back and just yeah. we do. I'm, I'm fascinated. But this is how we do. <laughs> so we sit there and we go, no, but don't you think this? Just, yeah, but, uh, no, Linda. But, and I'm like, oh, this is the easiest interview I've ever done. I told you we were easy people. Yeah, we're fine, and we're actually happy. We just like for me, I just want everyone to learn how to help the community. I agree whole, with that. Regardless yeah. of what yeah. cap you wear. Yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you're Labor or Liberal, to be honest. Yeah. I just want what we should yeah. get as humans. And I actually was really shocked and disgusted with politics personally because mm. I thought that we just helped each other. I was yeah. shocked that we actually don't go out there and help somebody who's blind mm. or disabled or that because it was the right thing to do about which button they actually mm. sat in or... Mm. So that's my thing. Don't be too despondent. That's most people that go into politics, Linda, go in to help people. Yes. Mm. Irrespective of their stripes. Oh, 100%. They do because it's a hard gig and you have to – it's about trade-offs and it's about, you know, the public purse only goes to a certain Mm -hmm. dent. Yeah, but when I see them ordering a $200 bottle of wine and then they couldn't give a hoist – for somebody yeah. in their home, I'm like, are you kidding? You, I s- anyway, as I was saying, um, <laughs> back to me. It's all about me now, okay? This all the yeah, I, I'm going to be very interested in the 25th, well, actually 26th, but I think it'll actually be called on the 25th. Yes. Actually, we could do a thing. I'll give you a bet there. Yep. Do you reckon, Scott, you're not in this, Amanda, okay? Just, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Hey? Do you want me to do all the percentage stuff just between me and you? Because we actually sit there and go, oh, this is what the possibilities yeah. are. Right? So Catherine's I'm a person. I'm a possibility and I believe in endless possibilities. I'm science and I want to know how, She's where science. and why. So I believe that the best probability of my possibility. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, do, look, it's been great talking to you today, Amanda. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Can uh, we maybe look at saying you might be involved in debate that we're going to have no, just I'm before? Happy yeah. Have a yeah. I, okay. You probably figured out that I can, yes, I will talk endlessly about what the Good possibility Another person from endless possibilities here. Some people get really scared to come in here and talk to us as a board Mm. because they think that the Mm. questions that we'll pose to you is our views. I actually would love candidates to come on so people can see who they are so Mm. they can make up their own mind. Yeah. Mm. And that's, isn't that what we are? I would urge people to go onto the Labor website and look at the Fresh Start plan. No, it's really complex. And if if you can just get onto the Labor, you know, New South Wales website. And just have a look at it. There is so much we, mm. we can do. Well, I think and actually everyone should have a look before they make a vote. Yeah, yeah. And so. as you said before, you know, we are possibly going to get a, a change in government and I definitely want to be in it. I'm mm. going to be in the tent. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, in less than 30 days, I reckon we'll... Well, no. Oh, totally. But then again... I, no, we won't. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. no. Okay, oh, I'm going to... You've had Catherine Jean and, of course, Linda Fenwick. Have a fabulous week. And, of course, we've had Amanda here. And she's going to pop down to the thing and say bye-bye. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Amanda Cutlash signing off. Oh, that's it. For the Pulse of the Hawkesbury. Pulse. 89.9 FM.